Investors were caught off guard when the iPhone supplier Imagination Technologies Group announced in April that Apple would no longer be using its graphics technology. The stock of the small UK company collapsed more than 60 percent, but Apple said Imagination had known for nearly two years that it was winding down the relationship. Joining us is Matt Larson, Bloomberg News litigation analyst, and he joins us from the Bloomberg 960 newsroom in San Francisco. Matt, Tell us about the difference in the timelines that Apple have, has given and Imagination has given about the information. Sure. So Imagination Technologies has been providing uh, uh, tech to Apple that's used in its graphics processing units and in uh, general graphics technologies for about 10 years now. Um, Apple claims that it gave Imagination notice in 2015 that it was going to stop using new technologies from Imagination and then continue to pay out royalties through uh, through 2018, potentially the beginning of 2019. Um, and Imagination's side of the story is that uh, Apple has claimed it's no longer going to use the technologies and is taking advantage of kind of a step-down provision in the company's existing agreements that allows them to pay a lower royalty. Um, kind of what what all this means is there's a there's a dispute as to how long the tech is going to remain in the uh, the chips and the processors that Apple is using, and as a result, there's a dispute as to how long uh, Apple will need to pay Imagination Technologies for the use of its uh, of its tech. Well, Matt, you know when I when I first read about this, I thought, how in the world can you have this kind of dispute between these two companies? It, it actually seems like such a stark factual dispute that one wonders how a company like Imagination could let itself end up in a situation where it, it's got this sort of open issue. Yeah, and it, it's a difficult situation. You know, from a business perspective, if you are, um, you know, if you're a smaller company, if you have a, a large customer like Apple that comprises a huge uh, amount of your business, there's, there's tremendous sales pressure there. Um, you obviously want to keep customers happy, um, but on the other hand, if you're Apple, you're looking at kind of new uh, new ways to um, to cut costs, to maintain margins on products. You know, Apple is is more or less driven by the margin and average selling price of the iPhones and iPads and other devices, and so for them, keeping um, keeping as much development in house as possible is a huge plus, and so they, you know, are, are looking at ways where they can start to to bring things internal rather than pay somebody else to do the work. So, Matt, do you see a theme here when you look at Apple's relationship with Imagination Technologies and Apple's relationship with Qualcomm? Yeah, certainly. I think as as we started to touch on, is as Apple is looking for ways to maintain margins to. Um, you know, to potentially improve on different different parts of its business, it's putting pressures on um, on its contract manufacturers and on its partners. You're seeing that with the imagination situation, then transferring over to Qualcomm. The root of the the Apple Qualcomm dispute is the royalty rate that Apple is paying for technologies that get incorporated into communication uh, protocol, uh, and the ways those deals were were struck with Qualcomm is actually Apple. Um, pays its contract manufacturers, the people who put the iPhone together, uh, who then pays Qualcomm. And so there's a middleman that Apple's trying to cut out of this deal uh, and and bring prices down. They say the middleman didn't do a good job of negotiating royalties, and so they're really just trying to bring those costs down to protect margins on the iPhone. Well, Apple has been pretty aggressive in its litigation with Qualcomm. It's filed some new allegations at some of Qualcomm's 
intellectual property claims are false. Uh, you know, can we expect that Apple is really going to litigate this thing, uh, you know, completely full speed ahead as strongly as it can in order to protect the, the strategy you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Apple has made a number of overtures and kind of uh, legal policy decisions that that impact the way that royalties are calculated in the smartphone market. There are a lot of companies that have patents in this area. Um, Apple has previously litigated disputes with Ericsson and Nokia, who are uh, two of the behemoths in in terms of patent licensing. Qualcomm actually their their annual uh, patent licensing revenue is is more than twice that of either Nokia or Ericsson. So this is going to be a uh, kind of a landmark litigation where they're setting rates for next generation technologies and and can start to plant a flag for what other customers and patent licensors uh, should expect to get in terms of deals with Apple but this is this is a pretty uh, pretty big line in the sand so I think Apple's going to throw a lot of resources at this Matt about 30 seconds what's happening now to imagination as far as UK regulators are they looking at the company I think so. Imagination has announced a uh, has has announced a sale. Um, there are uh, the, things are kind of winding down. They're looking at the um, at, at the the two year timeline or the year and a half timeline where Apple Apple royalties are going to be paid. I, I saw there was a story today that Apple has set up a a graphics shop right down the street from. Uh, imagination in uh, in the UK, and so as as imagination starts to prepare itself for a sale and looking um, looking at potential suitors, there are always uh, regulatory concerns there, and so this is this is something that could potentially draw um, draw concern. But I think it's it's yet to be seen at this point. Thanks so much for joining us on Bloomberg Law. As always, that's Matt Larson. He's a Bloomberg News litigation analyst coming to us from the Bloomberg 960 newsroom in San Francisco. You can go to BIGO on the Bloomberg terminal to get more of Matt's litigation research. Coming up, how a Guantanamo Bay prisoner convicted of killing a U.S. soldier became a multimillionaire. 